0: I'm Greg Thomas from Workday. Welcome to the In Good Company podcast, where we discuss the most important issues facing your business with some of the smartest minds in the business. Today, we'll be discussing the professional services industry. We live in a world where services are top of mind for leaders across all industries. However, there are many factors that are impacting professional services and causing them to realize that traditional practices that helped them succeed in the past may not deliver the same results in the future. Our guest is going to help us understand this topic. Hi, I'm Steve Banjuszak, COO and CIO of At Light Solutions. Thank you for having me. Glad you're here. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and kind of how you came to to be at Alight. Yeah, great, Greg.
1: So I've been a CIO or a C-level executive for 25 plus years. I've had uh, great experiences in my career. I was uh, the CIO for Lenovo. I did the IBM PC spin-out and consolidation. I was a CIO for DHL, 220 countries around the world, over 200,000 employees. Uh, CIO for HP. uh, also ran the BPO business and the captive. Service business uh, for HP before I left, and most recently now the CIO and COO here at Alight. I also had the pleasure of teaching uh, at Columbia University, where I teach digital disruption and IT leadership in an executive MBA program. Yeah, so you've been a busy guy.
0: So busy. We'll, we'll get back to some of that because I think uh, I think the teaching is really interesting. Tell us a little bit about Alight Solutions. You guys have been around for a while, and, and you know, talk talk about the business and what you do for your clients.
1: Yeah, so Alight is really made up of two different businesses, Greg. The first one is really helping companies, big companies. We have over 50% of the top corporate 500 companies where we help them with their health, and their wealth plans. So think about when you do annual enrollment Mm -hmm. for your benefits, whether it's around dental, whether it's around accidental death, whether it's around your employee payment that'll help you to get reimbursement cards. And so we help companies with defining those plans as well Mm -hmm. as administering those plans. The second piece of our business, we have been an awesome partner with Workday and growing tremendously over the years. So really two different businesses, they complement each other because as we implement HR systems, and we implement finance systems, mm-hmm. the back-end services of that can turn into a BPO or a service opportunity. We've got two great businesses and two great industries that are growing exciting for both
0: of them. Wonderful, and we appreciate the partnership. Yeah. Um, so there's there's been a lot of change in the professional services world over the past few years. So talk a bit about how client expectations about what they're looking for from a firm like Alight have have changed and and how that's driving how you uh, approach your business.
1: Yeah, I think there's a couple of big key macro trends that are changing. Number one, if you think about the pressure on corporations around healthcare costs and around the costs that are driving employee expense inside of companies, how do we help companies not only maintain and keep those, ca- those costs down on a minimal basis but provide value to their employees. Right, mm-hmm. Every individual has a different set of needs and so how do you help companies develop those programs that are unique and differentiating for an individual? But more importantly, how do you do it through technology? Right. If we take a look at the rate and pace of change in companies, uh, the pressure to be better, faster, cheaper in everything we do, uh, the ability to integrate technology into Mm -hmm. processes, it's no longer just shifting and lifting parts of your processes and maybe offshoring it to India or other parts of the world. It's deeply integrating technology like artificial intelligence, technology like robotics and analytics. And so, what we're seeing in the services industry is a tremendous integration of technology as well as having deep domain expertise in both processes and industries.
0: Yeah, and I I think the professional services business has not always been looked upon as one that's very cutting edge from a technology perspective. But what you're describing, there's a lot of technology behind the scenes. Yeah, I think, so let's talk about robotics for a
1: second. You can develop a robotic solution. But the reality is a robot will never take the place of everything that an individual needs to do. And so it's really the marriage of the combination of what robots can do and what people have Mm -hmm. to do. We're seeing these two worlds come together where we've got technology that does part of a processing, hand it off to individuals for higher level skills and higher level work, mm-hmm. and then maybe back to robots to finish off the process. And so that integration, if you think about the end-to-end cost, it is improving the cost of the total service, mm-hmm. it's improving the quality of the total service, and we're seeing that acceleration big time in everything we do in the services industry.
0: Mm-hmm. So. You know, when you think about where, where a light solutions needs to go, where the where the field needs to go, technology is obviously a big part. What are some of the other things that, that you think about to to make sure that you can stay ahead of, of the competition and deliver the kind of services that your clients are looking for?
1: Yeah, I think there's a collision between what I call consumerization and how you provide services. You know, think about your own personal life, how mm-hmm. you find something through Google Map or Find a Starbucks, Drew Alexa, or whatever that yeah. is. Is that there's that consumerization that makes each and every one of us more productive in our personal lives, and what we're going to see is more consumerization and that collision inside the services world as well. If you think about how you want to be serviced, whether you call AT and or you call a healthcare provider, mm-hmm. some people want to be serviced via a live phones, some people are comfortable with IVR, some are comfortable with bots, yeah. and so we see that omni-channel solution along with integration into the backend potentially with robotics and with analytics, mm-hmm. we're seeing a heavy configuration of technology solutions to go delight to like customers. And the idea is, how do we anticipate questions before they're even asked yeah. in the services industry? And so we really have to start thinking about predictive analytics along with omni-channel solutions to provide services. The back end services will be the same. It'll be a receivable payroll, payroll check, whatever it's going to be. But it's really that front end, anticipating the question long before it's asked and making sure that you can entangle using that consumer
0: experience. So in the face of of, of all of that, what are the levers that you pull to, to drive profitability for your own business and yeah. and uh, and make sure that that you can be around, you know, five, seven years down the road to keep you know, servicing those customers. So when you're in a services business, it's all about people. And Mm -hmm. the main key factor in
1: profitability and making money and not making money is the utilization and the recruiting of those talents against the demand that your customer has. Mm And so we've actually implemented Workday HR and Workday Finance together strategically because the HR and the finance systems working together absolutely helps us with making sure that we have get the right people on, we track their time, we track their capabilities, and we integrate that into the backend projects and the services that we're providing for the companies, but ultimately turn that into a financial, either an invoice or making sure we're mm. capturing the right time and capturing the right profitability. So strategically for us in the services business, the ability to have all of our employees, all of our recruiting funnel, all of our financials integrated and working together is a tremendous advantage for us. We now Mm -hmm. can see the full visibility to where our workforce is, how we're utilizing the workforce, the utilization rate of our workforce, the time to hire, to productivity, Mm -hmm. is a very important metric. Retention and turnover, very important metric in our service world, and so the combination of both an HR platform and a finance platform both being together drives tremendous value for us. Mm.
0: And I and I think of the the industry as not necessarily always having been that strong in terms of deploying technology yeah. to uh, to drive the core of the business. And so it sounds like you'd really view that as as a differentiator as to how you you know go out there and, and you know provide value for your customers. We do,
1: without a doubt. I mean, you think about the onboarding process. Uh, if it takes you four, five, six weeks, that's six mm-hmm. weeks of non-productive time for an individual. And so we take that incredibly seriously. How fast can we bring somebody on? How quick Can we get them on projects and working? How Mm -hmm. quickly can we make sure we match the demand for what our customers want in terms of services Mm -hmm. and bringing on the right skill and having the right funnel against those skills, against the project demand? And those two are very, very important for us, not only for us internally in terms of profitability, but more importantly, servicing our customers, right? Customers do not have a seven-month view of what they need. Sometimes it's, hey, I need this skill three, four days from now. You've got to be able to turn and be able to react to that, it's a tremendous opportunity and advantage if you understand your full work pool and understand Mm -hmm. the skills that you have against the demands that are coming up all around the world
0: from your customers. Uh, And so when you think about technology and and enabling all that, um, clearly a different world than it was 20 years ago, 10 years ago, probably even five years ago. Um, So how do you think about technology as the CIO to make sure that you're you're giving that you know light what it needs to succeed.
1: Yeah I think it's the the key for me is constantly challenge the art of the possible. And mm-hmm. when I think about technology, I think about what's happening in our consumer world. It's a different mindset around you know how we have things convenient and the lens in which technology has changed the things in which we do. And so taking that same experience and bringing it into the enterprise, right? Making sure that we can now start to anticipate what people and what questions are being answered. That wasn't the mindset of technologists, you know, just five years ago, right? It right. was about we have all the capabilities, we've got all the smart people, and we'll provide technology the way in which we want to provide it to our employees. The reality is employees and their mindset around what good experience looks like is changing dramatically each and every day.
0: Yeah, I would even think at some point that's a... You know that that could be a, a decision to join or not join a company as an employee, right? You want that experience that mirrors your personal life, um, and and from a customer basis, I would think it's the same. You know, if I'm not, if this isn't helping me do my job, if yeah. it's not frictionless you know it's, it's not helping me I don't want no
1: without a doubt I think it's a recruiting and a retention uh, tools the best and the brightest want to come into forward-thinking companies and so yeah if you don't have a, a right future around how do you solve those futuristic problems really hard to retain it by the way so of customers right we've got customers that sign five seven-year agreements with us the last thing they want to do is be left behind in terms of technology moving and not working with a company that flat-out understands where technology is going, the rate and pace in which technology
0: is going and make sure that we can help our customers along that journey. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk to maybe some of the other things that are happening out there uh, that that are driving the way they're, they're sort of adopting technology and the like. So how do you approach regulation on behalf of, of the company and, and your customers? One of the
1: things that the industry and candidly my experience has taught me is that security will catch up. <laughs> Uh, and so you can't be paralyzed by some of the security threats because you'll never roll anything out. The most safe, secure place that you can have is not providing services to anybody. <laughs> I mean, so, you know. Which doesn't it, solve it, any which doesn't solve any problem, and it's, yeah. it's the reality yeah. where we're at. And so we will see technology in the security space dramatically evolve as we go forward. On behalf of your employees, uh, you've got to make sure that you understand how these regulations are changing uh, in and around the world. We think about New York cyber, obviously what's happening in the EU. And so what you need to be able to do is to have an infrastructure and a security policy and the ability to be able to react to these environments. And so partnering with the right companies, having the right mindset that some of these changes will happen or will happen in the future, and having the ability to be able to secure them and be able to respond to them is very critical. On our customer side, customers are asking us to, the same thing we ask Workday, how do you solve that problem? And so we work very hard in trying to stay out in front of the regulations as best we can so that when they do change, we can react and we have the ability to do it. Uh,
0: so let's, let's shift gears a little bit. You mentioned uh, in, in, your, uh, in your intro, you, you teach at Columbia, yeah. you teach leadership in the exec MBA program. Uh, so, so talk about what you see in uh, those those IT professionals, those prospective CIOs, and um, how, how you see that evolving. Yeah. So if you think about at a macro level, uh, there isn't an industry
1: and there isn't a company that isn't being disrupted by technology. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing we teach is the IT leadership has to drive that disruption and that change. Mm-hmm. And that means you need to have skills that you never had before. It's not just about implementing technologies and programs. Uh, You've got to have the political skills to be able to navigate through the company. You've got to have the vision skills to be able to share with the company in business terms what the change is going to look like. You've got to have the change management skills and the cultural skills to be able to not only communicate, articulate, but drive that change through the corporation, and so CIOs today have to have a much different set of skills, both in terms of leadership, as well as being able to be visionaries. You know, here at alight we've got a tremendously successful company. We have half of the Fortune 500 companies that we service today. We know tomorrow, though, we have to drive change in our industry with our customers and with our employees. And it's really hard to change and drive that disruption when you're successful. So when I teach, I teach, okay, how do you drive that change? How do you have the language of a CEO? How do you have the language of a CFO? How do you have that vision around consumerization and digital disruption that's going to come the way? Yeah,
0: that's right. And it's about, I think, embracing that disruption that you talked about. If I'm not going to do that to myself, certainly there's going to be a competitor out there that's willing to to come and take my business. No question about it. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I want to thank Steve for joining us. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to the In Good Company podcast. If you'd like to watch the video version of In Good Company, please visit Workday's YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Workday.